Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Super Bowl weekend. How are you? I'm going to preview the big game on Sunday, but first I want to tell you that we are brought to you thanks to New Works Plumbing of Sacramento. Locally owned for over 20 years, New Works has a fix for you. For your plumbing needs and repairs, just go to newworksplumbing.com, N-E-W-W-R-X plumbing.com. And remember, if you have an emergency in the middle of the night, no problem. New Works will be there with their 24-7 service again for your plumbing needs and repairs just go to newworksplumbing.com so the big game sunday philadelphia kansas city why don't we begin by taking a look at the nfc champion philadelphia eagles hurt takes the snap he's back he's gonna run he's in touchdown jaylon hurts jaylon hurts on the quarterback draw scores and the Eagles can take the lead with the extra point. Ryan takes the snap. He's looking. He's backed up. He's sacked back at the 36. For the 34. As Hertz takes the snap, he's back. He's looking. He is going deep. Looking for Devontae Smith, who has it all the way down at the 35-yard line. Be back to Hertz looks. Hertz fires. Complete. He's got Dallas Goddard spinning across the goal line. This time he tosses it out to Gamewell, and he picks up the first down. Across the 40, across the 35, across the 30, and out of bounds. Hurts in the gun. Hurts screens it on the far side to Devontae Smith. Across the five, into the end zone. Touchdown, Devontae Smith. Third down and nine, high snap to Minshew. He gives it off to Gabriel, who runs up the middle. He's across the 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown! Attention, air traffic control. A flock of eagles is heading to Arizona. Enough of that, being a New York Giants fan, that's about as much as I can take. But I would say this, Merrill Reese, the longtime voice of the Philadelphia Eagles, he's really, really good. All right, so what about the Philadelphia Eagles? A couple of things that really stick out to me. First and foremost are the critics out there that say they haven't played anybody. I mean, what a bunch of nonsense that is. 
The Eagles proved during the regular season they were the best team in the NFC, and thus far they have proven it in the playoffs. Haven't played anybody. How many teams in the NFC East made the playoffs this year? All right? Haven't played anybody my ass. All right? I mean, you don't play 17 games in an NFL season, and then you say, well, gee, we didn't play anybody this year. The Eagles are really good, okay? They have a quarterback that I think is going to increase his stature on Sunday. I expect a big game from Jalen Hurts. This guy is a winner. He's a leader. And I would be surprised if Hurts does not play well on Sunday. They've got pro bowlers all over the field. Offensive line, excellent. Defense, best in the NFL. All right? Just look at that. Number one ranked defense, the Philadelphia Eagles. They can get to the quarterback. They have a stud in Hassan Reddick. All right, the Eagles, you know, I'm not saying they're the greatest team in the history of the NFL, but there's a reason why they steamrolled over the Giants. And yes, I know what Debo Samuel said yesterday on Media Row in Arizona, saying that if Brock Purdy had not been hurt, they would have beat the Eagles by double digits. Debo's delusional, all right? There's no way they would have won that game by double digits. Maybe they win the game, but they wouldn't have won that game by double digits. You know, the Eagles are the favorites in this game for a reason, okay? They're a one and a half point favorite as we talk here on Friday. I will give you my pick on this game at the end of my preview. But again, the Eagles are a really good team. Does that mean they're going to win the Super Bowl? No, but they're a damn good team. And if you don't think that Philadelphia is worthy of being in the Super Bowl, then you haven't watched them play this year. This is a damn good football team. Let's now take a look at the AFC champion, Kansas City Chiefs. 17 seconds left in regulation, 20 to 20 tie, AFC championship. Third and four, Kansas City at the Bengal 47 yard line. Chiefs out of timeouts. Bengals four man rush. Mahomes trying to buy some time on that bad ankle. Moving to his right. He is now scrambling and he's gonna get a first down and now gets hit late. He gets hit late. He gets hit late. Mahomes gets hit late. It'll be a 15 yard penalty on top of the gain. And the gain should be bound to the 35-yard line. Harrison Butker, the biggest kick of his Chiefs' life. Placement is down. Butker's kick is up. The spinning kick high, floating in the air. And it is good! 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 Did Cincinnati call timeout? They did not! They did not! They did not! It's a field goal from 45 yards out by Harrison Butker. With three seconds to go in regulation. And that thing just hung up in the air like a golf shot, and it barely goes over the crossbar. Got a squib kick it, forced him to have multiple laterals. And then stay in your lane. There is the squib. It bounds in front of the receiver. Clock now. They're going to throw it across the formation, and it is caught over there now, slipping, and the Chiefs will tackle him. This game is over. This game is over. You can doubt the Chiefs. You can dislike the Chiefs. You can disrespect the Chiefs. You're going to have to deal with the Chiefs as the AFC champions. And for the third time in four years, the Lamar Hunt Trophy, the trophy named after this franchise's founder, is back in Kansas City where it belongs. What a gutsy victory. Grab a bucket of guts. The Chiefs are going to end the season where they began the season in Glendale, Arizona and Super Bowl 57. All right, the Kansas City Chiefs. Is anybody surprised 
that they are back in the Super Bowl? No, because they have Patrick Mahomes as their quarterback. We thought that without Tyree Kill that this team would have somewhat of a limitation offensively. Well, that did not happen. No such thing as limitation for Patrick Mahomes, especially when you have Travis Kelsey, the all-world tight end. The Chiefs offensively, they are a monster to deal with because Mahomes is great. Kelsey is great. They are able to utilize their wide receivers and score up and down the field. They can go the length of the field with a short amount of time on the clock. That is their strength. Defensively, they're not bad. They're pretty good, but they're not great. They're not Philadelphia great, although they have a great player in Jones who is uh, incredible, gifted, can get to the quarterback. Chris Jones is the real freaking deal. I like both these teams in terms of not being a fluke. There's no fluke here, all right? The Kansas City Chiefs are not a fluke, and the Philadelphia Eagles are not a fluke. These are two well-coached, evenly matched teams. Could Mahomes' ankle in the fourth quarter be an issue? I mean, we saw it two weeks ago. He was able to make that scramble, as we just heard from Mitch Holtis, the voice of the Chiefs. But what happens if he is impacted in this game as we get to the later stages? Will that have a bearing on the outcome against a Philadelphia Eagles team that can flat-out get to the quarterback? I'm really excited for this game on Sunday because there are stars all over the field. Both these teams are stars. But I believe on Sunday, we are going to be talking about Jalen Hurts more than any other player on the field. I think the Eagles are going to win this game. I think it's 27-24, the Philadelphia Eagles win the Super Bowl. I know there's been a lot of talk that the Chiefs feel disrespected because they're the underdog and you know one and a half point is the line and and maybe they're using that to their favor I I don't know what goes on in the locker room you know Andy Reid has certainly been in a lot of big games he's lost most of the big games that he's coached all right he does have the one Super Bowl when Kansas City beat San Francisco in Miami a couple of years ago but again when you look at Andy Reid he has lost an inordinate amount of big games. Now, you could make the case that, well, he's been in a lot of big games, so that's good, and I would agree with you. I'm not saying Andy Reid's not a really good coach. I'm just stating the facts here. All right, Philadelphia, I like them. I like them by a field goal, and I like Jalen Hurts in this game. Again, I think on Sunday evening, when it's all said and done, Jalen Hurts will be the man A.J. Brown has been a huge pickup for them in the offseason. He is going to give that Kansas City secondary fits. This is a mobile quarterback, which has given Kansas City issues in the past. All right, mobile quarterbacks have have done well against this Chiefs defense. Jalen Hurts is mobile. He can run and keep your eye on A.J. Brown. He is the real freaking deal. Should be a dandy, but I like Philadelphia by a field goal. All right, it's now time for our Crown Ultra Q&A. Just go to crowdultra.com and maybe I'll answer your question on my next podcast. David wants to know, why do you think De'Aaron Fox was left off the All-Star roster? Well, I think he'll be put on, but only 12 players on the All-Star roster on each side, and it's a numbers game. He should have been on there. It was really, to me, a travesty that he was not put on there, but he'll be put on there, I think, probably this weekend. Chris wants to know, who is your NFL defensive MVP? To me, it's Micah Parsons. I think he's the best player on defense in the NFL. There are some others. I get that. You know, Nick Bosa, to me, had an unbelievable year 
But if I had to choose, I'm choosing Parsons. Ryan wants to know, where do you think Brock Purdy would be drafted if they redid it? Oh, he'd be clearly uh, a top 10 pick, probably a top five pick. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Ian wants to know what's my take on Antonio Brown's recent CTE comments. There's nothing that Antonio Brown says or does that I pay attention to. All right. This guy has been an idiot for a long time. And, you know, if he wants to talk about CTE, I hope he doesn't have CTE. I really do. But Antonio Brown is um, he's a dangerous person. I'm just going to leave it at that. I, I believe this man is a dangerous person. And this is not the last that we will be hearing from Brown. This guy is a, a bad dude, plain and simple. Jake wants to know where do the Nets go from here? It's a great question, Jake. I mean, you know, they were able to win their game last night, which kind of surprised me, but they're going to have to draft well. They're going to have to try uh, to get other free agents to go there. But, boy, it's amazing what's transpired over the last year. Derek wants to know if I've ever met Kareem. I don't believe I've met Kareem. I may have met him when he talked back in the early 90s at the Hyatt Regency at one of the King's banquets when he was the uh, keynote speaker. And, boy, he was horrible. It was embarrassing. I may have met him before that, but I can't recollect. Alec wants to know, how do I expect Kyrie and Luca to play together? Mm, I'm a little skeptical about it, Alex. I really am. It may be good for the short term. Long term, I'm skeptical. I really am. Alex wants to know, are the Nets clear winners of the Kyrie trade yet? Because they got rid of a mental case. So, yeah, they are. They got rid of the biggest head case. They got rid of a malcontent. They got rid of a guy that you can't count on. So, they got, they're the winners of the trade just because he's not there anymore. Rob wants to know, are the Suns now the best team in the league? You know, on paper, Rob, they probably are. But let's see how quickly they can put it all together. And health, obviously, is going to be a big-time a big time factor with this team. You know, Booker's out, Durant's out. You know, they got to get on the floor, get acclimated to playing with one another. You know, it doesn't happen overnight. Jay wants to know, what do I think sparked all these NBA trades this week? I think in the West, I think most general managers – understand that the West is completely up for grabs and there's not that one super team. And I think people are like, okay, wait a minute. We have an opportunity right now to win a championship like Phoenix. Our window is closing. Let's go out and get Kevin Durant and win a championship. That's what I think. Trevor wants to know, have I seen the Mahmoud abdul Raouf documentary and were you a fan of his? I have not seen it, Trevor, and it's an excellent question and I will watch it. Uh, I was a fan of his. I found him to be a very nice guy. He was a hell of a player, and uh, here's something else I really respected about Mahmoud. We would be on flights, and he would get out of his seat and sit in the area in front of the emergency exit where there was extra room and put a rug down and would pray. And he was extremely committed to his religion and lived by the convictions of how he was raised and what he believes in. What, what I mean by that is he didn't deviate from that. And I had a lot of respect for him. And I, I, he was a professional. The guy played hard every night. He didn't always play well every night. But boy, oh boy, when he started making his shots, amazing. Very soft-spoken guy. Very polite. Professional. 
I like Mahmoud. I really did. I, I liked him. And I will watch the documentary. Uh, Julian wants to know, should Michael Irvin have been pulled as a Super Bowl analyst? Julian, I don't know what really happened, okay? It seems to me to be a he said, she said. Uh, I don't know, all right? I think that Michael Irvin's past also is factored into this. Again, I don't know. I'm only speculating, all right? Alex wants to know, did other players have a problem with Doug Christie's wife? For the most part, no. A couple of the players had an issue when she was always on the team bus for road games, but the Kings quickly took care of that and got a second bus that then we, as the media, like when I mean media, radio, TV, and uh, if wives were traveling, would go on. And But for the most part, no. The players did not have a problem with Doug Christie's wife. I've always felt that was a big misnomer. I've always felt that Jackie got um, a raw deal because of the perception of their marriage and how Doug literally didn't do anything without Jackie. I mean, they have a very bizarre marriage, okay? And I'm not saying it's bad. You can't criticize someone for loving their partner and being devoted to them, all right? Doug's devoted to her. She's devoted to him. And if people have a problem with that, that's their problem. But no, all right? The players did not have a problem with Doug's wife. Not to the best of my knowledge. And we discussed that, by the way. Now, I'll be honest. There were players that said there's no way they could live like that. And there were a lot of players that thought that it was over the top. But they didn't have a problem with it. That's my take on it. All right. Rob wants to know how many more months until Derek Carr is on a new team. Sooner rather than later, Rob, I can't put a timetable on it. Luke wants to know, do I agree that Brandon Ayuk, that the 49ers were the best team in 2022? No. They lost. Tim Gordon, has Arian Foster ruined his credibility claiming that the NFL is scripted? I think he has. You know, back to the 49ers for a minute. Injuries were part of the game. It was unfortunate what happened. But they were the underdog going in to play Philadelphia. I still don't think they would have won that game, but it may have been interesting. But that's that's the way it goes, all right? They weren't the number one seed. The Philadelphia Eagles were the number one seed. To me, that means they were the best team in the NFC, and I think they proved it over the duration of the season. Hey, go to crowdultra.com, and maybe I'll answer the question on my next podcast. It's time for Rant. Rant. And today's rant is brought to you by Zoom 180. Go to zoom180.com and check out this new revolutionary flashlight. It is awesome. Just look at the video. Check out the flashlight. It is awesome. As my friend said when he received his in the mail last week, he texted me and said, this thing is badass. That's how I would look at it. It's a badass flashlight. You'll love it. Go to zoom180.com. So I'm reading all the critics out there of the Kings Monty McNair because he didn't make a significant deal yesterday by the trade deadline while seemingly everyone else in the West was wheeling and dealing. Is this not the same general manager who pulled off a phenomenal trade a year ago, getting DeMontis Sabonis. Did that not turn this franchise around, both not only for himself, but for De'Aaron Fox, who is playing at an all-star level and I believe will be on the all-star team? So this is the same guy that rolled the dice last year, okay? And now we're going to criticize him because he didn't make a move yesterday? Stop it, okay? He's proven that he's doing a hell of a job. The Kings are eight games over 500. Yeah, the schedule is going to get difficult. You know, I have a problem that they didn't acquire a 
backup point guard because I don't think Davion Mitchell is that guy. And I think if Fox misses any games at all, that's going to be a big-time problem for this team. But it takes two teams to make a deal. And Monty McNair is not going to jeopardize the future of this franchise, which looks pretty promising right now. So I'm not one of those naysayers. I'm not one of those criticizing McNair. I'm giving him a pass here, okay? You don't know what went on behind the scenes. They uh, Other teams may have been asking too much. Maybe they got a long-range plan, then they're sticking to it no matter what. I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with that at all. And that is my rant for today. That is my podcast for today. Enjoy Super Sunday, everyone. Have a great time. And thank you, as always, for listening to If You Don't Like That with Grant Napier. Bye-bye. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.